And uh, be on the lookout for Deshaun Watson going to the Falcons. Hey, 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 episode three of the Three-Headed Goats. Um, this is your boy, that boy, Virtus. Um, we got Z Sill in the building as yes, well sir. as that guy named Gabe. Uh, What's I'm up? Gonna go ahead and let Zach kick it off. How y'all doing, man? Thanks for listening to episode two. Uh, shout out to Dylan Scamba. Great first guest. The chemistry was there. Your insight was there. Can't wait to have you back uh, to debate with Gabe some more. Hold on, hold on. I heard he's got to eat some crow. What was the word around the block? I heard uh, something through the grapevine about he wants to yeah. backtrack on his words. So we all know what he said about Tyrese Halliburton on episode two, you know, going back and forth with you. And uh, he's got to eat his words a little bit because he texted me a few days back and he goes, hey, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I was watching the Kings game and Tyrese Halliburton played very well. So I got to give Gabe his credit and give Halliburton his credit. So, Dylan, thank you for apologizing for your Halliburton hate. Yeah. Thanks for shouting out to uh, thanks for giving love to baby magic, you know. He gonna Baby be magic. nice. Baby Ooh. magic, man. He got he can pass. He can score sometimes, but man, he can facilitate. <laughs> well, he can do all of those things, but what about Zion Williams? Because Williamson, because oh, uh, it looks like he's doing everything tonight again, y'all. Yeah, what do you I think Chemezi Metu. I think Chemezi Metu got to hang up his jersey, man. That was this pretty is what nasty. I say. This is what I want to say. You know what the highest scoring team right now in the NBA is? Who? Oh. The Bucks and they're shooting at 118.1 points per game. The Kings are giving up 118.2 <laughs> points per game. <laughs> they are the, they are on pace to be the worst defensive team in the in the history. Zion Williamson, he the, he he a man, he a man that eats that he eats gumbo on his off days. I know that <laughs> he came out the whoa, he came out the womb. You know, six, eight, 200 pounds. He came out of the womb flexing with triceps. He had that horseshoe action. <laughs> we'll touch on the rest of the NBA later, but we yeah. just had to throw that one out there because right before we got on to record this episode, Zion threw down a nasty poster on Chemezi Metu. So, oh, he, and he, he's, he, he's only missed one shot all game. So he's, he's going off. Look, bro, just get Luke Walton out of here. But, anyways. Let's get on to the NFL and some tragic things happen around the league. Virtus. <laughs> yes, indeed. We, we don't want to, you know. The people want to hear it, man. The people want to hear it. We don't want to, you know, rub it in your face. But take your ass home and sit down on the couch, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, See you, you know in Cabo. It's all good, man. It's all good. Because at the end of the day, we, I mean, we did as good as we could with what we had. We we were two for eight, I think. Two for eight on third down. I mean, that's better because I thought without Cooper Cup playing, he wasn't going to convert any third down drives. Um, so not having Cooper Cup I definitely you have a chance without Walford. Without without playing with Cooper Cup, it definitely it was it was tough. It was for sure tough. Um, they gave AD a lot of. AD had a lot of uh, his reps was limited, um, so that was that was. Uh, I mean, hey, you got to give it to the guy though; he played through torn rib cartilage. I don't think many people can do that. 
Yeah, he he was beast, and I can't lie. He, he did he he laid it out on the line for his team. Um, the O line just was not getting any push. This this game actually, I was I was proud of Jared Goff, and I I don't say that really? too often. I didn't get to watch the full game, but I saw that it was. Uh, what happened was Dante Fowler and Michael Brockers were they just have they Dante Fowler? What, did, the what happened? Oh, not Dante Fowler. Uh, who is it that y'all got? Leonard, uh, Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. My bad. So they yeah, was they was getting pressure. Brock, Brockers actually stood up a. Brockers, uh, Brockers did good. I, I want to. He had. He had. A, he was on a bunch of tackles. Um, he did good. Uh, Leonard Floyd. They just kept rolling out away from him. Um, and then they had in uh, Justin Hollins on the other end. And I don't understand why they didn't have Samson Ebukan in um, when he's proved himself time and time again that he can play the outside. Um, but they had in Justin Hollins, um, and they only had Samson um, Ebukan on special teams. So that that was – to me, that was stupid um, because – Justin Hollins was given on outside containment and he just wasn't really doing what he was supposed to be doing. I was actually proud of Jared Goff. Um, he played with the with the hand the thumb. He was able to make some pretty good passes. Um, I feel like he did everything that he could have done to help the team win. Um I just feel like he just didn't have a lot of time. So if his when he's going through his progressions, if if it's not there right away, then by the time he checks down or looks to go elsewhere, he's getting sacked because the O line just wasn't holding any blocks. Um, and not to most make of it the, worse, is uh, is Whitworth coming back? Uh, I don't think I don't think so. I wasn't even expecting to come back this year. Um, but yeah, he and and that and that's the side where majority of the the pressure was coming from was the left side with Woodworth and Bobby Evans. Um, but yeah, it was it was a uh, it was it was it was tough. It was tough to watch. Um, the defense. You know, I want to ask you some questions. I, I apologize, but I was looking at you know you guys have some free agents coming up. Mm-hmm. Are you down to bring Leonard Floyd back? Yeah, I feel like Leonard Floyd definitely be. deserves to come back. He he did his thing. Because if not, sure. he coming to Vegas. No, nobody wants to go there. Let's what, be real. How much are you willing to bring Floyd back? Only thing they don't go there back. for is to go to Dre's. What? <laughs> how much are you willing to bring Floyd back for? Uh, I mean, shit, he de- he deserved to get paid. Shit, ask ask uh. Ask Russell Wilson if he deserved to get Do paid. Do y'all have the money? Ooh. I mean, you ain't got no money, man. We, you paying Jared rid- Goff? You paying Ramsey? AD? Well, Ram- well, Ramsey and AD needs to be paid. Um, Jared Goff, he, he's uh, disposable. We can get somebody else. <laughs> Oof. Can we I just talk like about he- that? Go ahead, what? V. No, go ahead. I was going to say, Devontae Adams might be the best wide receiver at the line of scrimmage. His footwork oh. is unbelievable. He's dancing. 
it's crazy how quick he can get open off the line, even against Shout somebody like Ramsey. Shout out I mean, to Palo Alto. Yeah, like he's working with a, a route coach, and you know, his route coach told him like, "Hey, your main goal is to get open as fast as you can and let the quarterback see you." So he found his spots against Jalen Ramsey, and that touchdown. There was a little miscommunication, but that was it's pretty impressive to watch Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah he, you know, he, he there's I nothing Ramsey could have did on that play. Yeah, nothing at all, nothing at all. Because I'm, I'm assuming that since Ramsey wasn't 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 he was set, on, I'm, I'm assuming right. that and he Williams was on the was inside. supposed to was supposed to crash down, but he ended up not doing it. So yeah, yeah. I just watching that game, I was like, man, I've never seen a wide receiver with footwork like this in a while. But I but I feel like. It's easier for receivers, especially when you're in motion. If you're in motion and you're true, it's it's a lot easier for you to already kind of get open because when you're running down the side, when you're running in motion, the defender is already behind you. And so when they hike the ball, it's the receiver already knows where they're going to go. True. So they kind of already have the leg up on the defender as it is. So, I mean, yes, yes, uh, Devonta Adams definitely has great um, route running ability. But I feel like that route that he ran, like any any good receiver can run that route. Mm-hmm. Shit, even, nah, no, he can't. I would have said Jared Cook, but we know that that's a lie. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Jared Cook. Hey, v, I want to give you a bravo he on that transition. I need to give you a transition prop because you need to talk about your boy Jared Cook and his uh, – Grandpa Bowl game. So Jared Cook is trash. Just like I told y'all. Not trash. Very trash. He was trash enough to cost the Saints the game. Because not no, only I'm talking, are we it, talking like are we talking recycling bin at East Bay or are we talking the Alameda dump? <laughs> we talking recycling bin. He just needs that's Damn. all he's been doing is been getting recycled from team to team. He he might as well Ooh. pack it up. <laughs> he might as well pack it up. Um, he Damn. fumbled the ball, which uh-huh. allowed the Bucks to come back to score. I think the game tying touchdown. Then uh-huh. he tipped the ball. He dropped. Well, dropped. He dropped the ball that was then intercepted. So that's two turnovers right there. That. Potentially cost them the game, but I do want to give kudos to the Saints because they must have listened to what I said because somehow Taysom Hill was not on the field, which is great. Because he had a knee injury, he was hurt. Well, they say he was hurt, but he he looked like he was walking up and down the (laughs) sideline pretty pretty good. Um, but uh, my boy Jameis. Oh yeah, I'm glad Jameis was able to. Get a touchdown, and uh, I feel like he hasn't—he hasn't played all season. He really no, nah, he hasn't played all season. And then for him to play against his old team, like I was glad that he was able to get a touchdown on the board. You know, and but, he earned a—he earned some more contracts. Oh yeah, Sean Payton took a play Sean. that was used against him and ran it better than the Bears. Anybody runs a play better than the Bears. He needs to get brought back, and they need to get rid of Taysom Hill, and they'll have a Thanks. they'll have a bright future. But 
I mean, the reason they put Jameis in on that wildcat play is because Drew Brees couldn't throw it that far anymore. So we uh, may have seen his last game ever in the NFL, which, yeah, he'll be a Hall of Famer, but it was sad to see him go out like this. Hold on. Hey, Zach, I'm going to get you real quick. I just want – I'm just going to throw this out there because he is somebody on the underrated, overrated game. Drew Brees, underrated, overrated. I think I might have to pull a Dylan and say that he's rated just how he should be. I don't think he's necessarily underrated, and I don't think he's overrated. He's won a Super Bowl. He did all he could passing records-wise with the Chargers and the Saints. The Chargers said he was washed up and couldn't come back to play football after his shoulder injury, and he definitely proved them wrong. I mean, Troy Aikman said it might have been the best free agent signing in one of them in sports history. So, you know, he did what he did with the Chargers, with the Saints, and Sean Payton. So, I mean, I think he's right where he should be rated. He's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer with his on-field numbers. And he's probably the best under six-foot quarterback in the league besides Fran Targington, maybe. Mm. I mean, you got to look back and see how many guys are under six-foot, but the stuff he's done is impressive. He, I'll say this, man. He benefits and that's from coming 50, from a Raider fan. He benefits from throwing fifty times a game and having you know oh, Mr. No Slant and having Mr. I mean, Slant on his team. And Slant you know, Thomas uh, got O for this game. He was getting yeah. locked up. So credit yeah. to the bro. It was a couple it was a, I ain't gonna lie, it was on that pick. I think that, that was a pass interference at the end. For maybe. I mean oh, he did Devin throw White. it behind Yeah. Oh when pick, he bro. I mean that was a that was a PI. Yeah. LPR. Well, I mean, what did you what did you see out of Tampa Bay that says they're gonna beat Green Bay? Hey, I'm not gonna see? lie. I'm not gonna lie. That boy, uh, Antoine Woodfield Jr. Bro, uh, he should have. The Raiders should have been drafted him and the Vikings. Uh, I don't know why they this passed is, this on is, him. This is rookie year, right? Yep. Yeah, he's second round I think, pick. I, I mean, I think I think he might be out of Minnesota defensive rookie of the year. I could see it. I mean, he's he's made a lot of plays in these games late in the season. And he he's, could definitely make an argument for that. I mean, he's all about it. Hard worker. You know, he got a lot of his dad's attributes for sure. Facts, especially the toughness and the tackling ability. Yeah, yeah he he's was not afraid to, to lay the wood. Cook. But anybody <laughs> could do that. Hey, oh. V, I just want to say this. The one time I saw Jared Cook... You want to know what he had on his arm? What? A cast. Because that motherfucker's injury rating in Madden is like a 52. Hey, man, when he was with us, he was going off. You know it's the one team he that don't recycle him? He was as a Raider. What'd you say? Who? You know it's the one team that didn't recycle him? Nobody recycled him. They all got rid of him. The IR. <laughs> the IR keeps him on deck. <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's move on to the Browns versus the Chiefs. Mahomes got a concussion. There's no possible. I mean, there's still a chance that he doesn't play next week against. I'm the- pretty sure V got his shot of Henny ready right now. Ooh, 
You think anything is possible? I'm hey, pretty sure. Chad Henney already made he already made T-shirts with the phrase that benefits Mahomes Foundation. So uh, that was impressive. They're gonna they're gonna find a way. They're gonna they're gonna they find gonna a win way against to, Buffalo to make Mahomes play. I'm already knowing. They're gonna find a way know, to make man. all he that was, cortisone shots. Watching him get up, bro. He was out, out. Yeah, he he got clocked. Yeah. And I, mean, I oh, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't on the second hit. I think it was the first one that did it for him, but that second one kind of just knocked everything out of order. When like especially when he out, hit the Furio Dome on the ground, just you know, yeah. all his weight was on um, momentum was going straight, and that was the first thing on his face that made contact. It was just that. And so, I thought once that happened, Cleveland would take the game, but they just didn't do enough. Yeah. And I called it. I said that the Honey Badger would get his interception on Baker Mayfield. You did. Exactly you did. Hey, man. hey that's somebody that gets. I. That's somebody that's majorly underrated. Oh, nobody well, gives great. him his it's credit. Great that you bring that up, Zach, because he is another contestant on <laughs> underrated, overrated. Virtus, what is your opinion on Tyron Matthew, LSU? All the problems coming out of college got taken third round, I think. By who is it? The Cardinals, and now he's on the yep. Chiefs. The Cardinals said he was washed. The Texans the said Texans he was washed. And but now we he's all know balling. the Texans don't know how to run it. Oh, we gonna touch on that. I feel like he definitely underrated. Because um, when they talk about when they talk about safeties, what safeties do you hear about? You hear, well, when he was playing Earl Thomas, that was like the the yeah, number one safety that they would talk about Jamal Adams, and. Shit. I don't even fucking know who else. Jonathan Abram a little bit. No, nobody's talking about Jonathan. Nobody listen, fucking talks listen. about Jonathan Abram. Ain't Jonathan, this Jonathan Abram. Abram first. Ain't this his first season? Ain't this his first Second. actual season playing? Technically, yeah. Yeah, okay then. No, nobody's talking about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Only thing that they're talking about him is him saying Salmon. That's it. <laughs> Salmon. But, uh, How does he say it? Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I feel like they don't they don't talk about him. They'll they'll probably fuck around and throw in um, what's dude name from from uh the Vikings Patriots Eric Smith. Oh, oh Harrison Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. Harrison they'll Smith. talk about him before hey, they talk not. about Tyron Matthew. He's, he's nice. Yeah, he's nice. They'll talk about him before they talk about. They'll probably even talk about even I think Sorensen plays what strong safety. They're yeah. talking about him. Yeah, Sorensen is trash. Sorensen got lucky <laughs> with that fumble today on Higgins. Sorensen is weak, bro. He, hey he, man, that's he the terrible. worst. That is the worst rule in NFL history. He's their weakest link. Oh, so many rule. questionable calls this weekend, bro. But yeah, but I feel like he's definitely underrated for sure. For sure. All right, but I mean, if you're the Browns and you saw the success you had with Rashard Higgins and Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry, by the way, his route running today was pretty suspect. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looked like he was half-assing. I don't want to say he was, but the route running just didn't look like it was there, Chief. Uh, do you entertain trading away OBJ? I mean, do you throw him out there? I mean, this is a pretty stacked draft class coming up. And, I mean, they clearly went 12 and whatever without him, 12 and 4. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you try? I mean, nah. I've seen something where they was talking about OBJ might go. Ah, fuck! I forgot the team that they was talking about. 
Um, let me see if I can find it. But they said he were they said uh potential like receiver traits, and I think mm-hmm. they had him going to. I mean, they the Niners have been rumored yeah, for him for the no. last two years. Nah, he the ain't Niners going there. But they don't need him. They don't need. They do not need a receiver. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going there. Where? Shit. I mean, could you imagine him going to the Jets? I could see that. You got yeah, we're going to touch on Robert Sala in a second. I think they said Detroit. He goes to the Jets. He's going to end up on a TikTok. <laughs> he not going he said back Detroit? To I think they said Detroit. I think you're right, V. Damn, they're going to say it's the most boring city in the world. <laughs> He's going to be hanging out with Big Sean. Yeah, it's a trick, trick. Let's not even forget. Trick, trick. And Eminem. Nah, he's not going to hang out with Eminem. No, no, no. No chance. All right, and we got our final game. We said this was going to be the most entertaining excuse me, entertaining game of the weekend with the Clearly Ravens versus not. the Bills. Clearly that we were wrong. Was doo-doo. I we mean, watched that, we watched that I whole thought game to see Lamar Jackson get concussed, bro. Like, we is, didn't need to see that. Could it be that Lamar Jackson is the next Philip Rivers, and that he's a great regular season quarterback and can't win in the postseason. I mean, I feel like it's 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 like way shady that they say that because okay, they said he couldn't win a playoff game. He fucking wins the playoff game now because he loses his second playoff game. Now it's over. Right. He can't finish in the playoffs. It's like damn, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, the Bills are just you know too, break. the Bills are are you know very You're right. Good. You're right. It is his third year. It is third. Yeah. Season. You're right. You got. You got right. He threw his first red zone interception ever. That's a crazy stat. I mean, but until they get him a real weapon on the outside, you're right. Hollywood Brown is not doing it. And Dez, if they had Cowboys, Dez, uh, he'd be nice. But if they had, if they had uh, Dez when he was pulling up in the Rolls Royce all the time, oh yeah, they would be facts. But the fact that they got you know a wannabe John Brown and Marquise Brown, yeah, Marquise Brown. And then they, got, they throw their tight end more than anything, but their play act, their, it's play action streaks. Right. I'm going to scramble, and then somebody will hopefully get open, and I'm going to take it five yards. That's cute and all until you pull up against these playoff teams where they have elite QB spy contained type of players. But That's true. They, they got to just get him a real weapon. They got to get Greg Roman the fuck out of there because Greg Roman did the same shit when he was at the Niners and Kaepernick ended up getting figured out because he wouldn't, they wouldn't change up the play calls. So they just need to get Greg Roman the fuck out of there and somebody needs to go ahead and give my boy Eric B some respect and get him on a head coaching team because the fact yeah, that the I don't Chargers didn't get he him. Has not, like, how has this man not hired the last two coaching carousels because clearly he can do what he did with mahomes with chad henney we saw that yeah and vertis if you're justin herbert all respect to whoever the fuck the cow or the Chargers signed from the rams as their head coach would you rather play for him or would you rather play for the dude who helped build this chiefs air raid offense that nobody can figure out oh the enemy yeah um i mean brandon staley i mean he he definitely is a like what's the underdog story type of type of coach, I guess you could say. But okay. I do feel like the enemy would have definitely been 
a better decision on top of that because they're in the same division as the Chiefs. Right. Mm-hmm. So just like they, the Raiders did with Gus Bradley. They would have had a lot of insight on like poten- potential <clears throat> plays, um, potential like formations and stuff like that. Like I feel like it would have definitely helped. And you know what? Definitely and I mean, can yeah. we talk like Andy Reid's coaching tree is that of like Bill Walsh almost. I mean, the coaches he the head coaches he produces win and they create great players. I mean, Facts. like come on. Not to mention, I mean, V you're speaking on, like he could give that insight on, you know, hey, these are what the plays they like have lined up for Tyreek when he's here and Nicole Hardman. Right. They got some real dogs in San Diego and they're saying he could Yeah, and he could run the same plays with San Diego that he did with Kansas City. I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Oh, yeah. Keenan Allen underrated, too. We got – Yeah, that's a fact. Okay, but let's talk – V, I want to ask you this because I know you love some NCAA. I know you love some college football. What do you think about Urban Meyer going to Jacksonville? Uh, I don't I don't think it was a, gr- a good choice. I think that should have – This man had good. a full staff assembled before he got the job. Yeah, that's just being I prepared. I don't know if that was the right the right decision. I think they could have probably found have? somebody else. I could have seen. I I I would have preferred to see Urban Meyer go to. Um, I mean Meyer is like he coached at Florida. He he knows the area, knows the state. I mean, I could see why, but. Nah. I just he's been out of college football. I don't know. We have we haven't seen a lot of college football coaches like Chip Kelly, for example, that have sustained success recently in the NFL. Chip Kelly fucking sucked, dude. Chip <laughs> Kelly best... experiment. Jim Tom Sula was better. What's the name is better than Chip Kelly? Uh, Kingsbury. 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 Oh, Cliff yeah, Kingsbury. I mean Cliff's, yeah. Cliff's yeah. the the one yeah, exception. But he came into a really good situation. True. Right. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we got to talk about Robert Sala. I think that was the surprise of the weekend was him going to the Jets of all teams. He had a second interview with the Chargers. Yeah, and I'm looking at this Jets roster right now. I'm not seeing anybody I'm fearing on that defense besides Quinton Williams. I mean, he really benefited from having DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, D Ford when he's actually healthy, which is never because he's fucking injury prone like every single game. Um you know, he he and Nick Bosa. So he you know, he got very lucky having that kind of front under the cap situation he did. And yeah, he did put up the schemes. But all he was really doing was calling it, you know, a four to five man rush, cover three, cover underneath, and was always having safety playing hard over top. So I don't know. He's got some work to do out there. I know he took Matt, uh, Matt LaFleur with him. Who yeah, was that's awesome to see. Yeah, and the thing with him is is that he was essentially, his role was he would watch the other team's film and then he would see how their corners or their backers or their safeties right. would play when they got hit with certain routes. And so he was spotting those weaknesses. And, and now I think he's Sam, the OC. Yeah, and I think Sam Darnold's going to benefit. I um, agree. And to touch on Watson, I, this is going to be me. There was to Watson. They did say that he, 
he could get traded to New York. Someone was saying, no. you know, they have the picks. New York has two picks in the first round this year, two next year, and then they could they have another one in 2023. So they could go one first round in each year and, you know, get a couple picks back if they traded Sam Darnold. So I don't no, think that's the right move for them. I think nah. they keep Darnold and, you know, he did well. I mean, the last two years with Adam Gase as a head coach, he's shown flashes. Yeah, and the thing with Sam Darnold, he just he needs to get out of New York. Him going from USC to New York was just a horrible decision. No quarterback from USC to New York has ever thrived. Look at Mark Sanchez and Watson. I don't see him going to New York, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I know I've seen a lot of talk. It's just every single I'm time. I'm telling you, some... Santa Clara, man, that's the nah. spot. I, I, as much as I do hope, ain't gonna go there. Yeah, he's gonna end up in Miami, and the only reason why I do say that is because. He's smart. He has a lot of investments. Miami a is lot a lot of bread. Yeah, he my, he's going to be Mahomes set the market at five hundred million. Florida is a no income tax state, so he's just going to collect that. Uh, and then if he comes to California and gets that, I mean, thing yeah. is that John Lynch and the Niners they set up this team for Jimmy G's contract, right? You know, they're going to have Fred Warner's deal. They're going to have Drake Greenlaw's deal, Nick Bosa's deal, Debo Samuel's deal, Brandon Ayuk in the next two to three years. Plus Watson, I mean, they would have to get rid of Bosa and this year's pick probably, plus some more compensation to get Watson back. And That's true. You know, and the thing that's tragic about it is that you got Robert Sala in New York who's having all these 49er free agents at this moment. Right. That he can just nitpick. So it's like, do you just throw the Watson trade and you say, fuck it, whoever we can retain, we can retain? and Or what do you do? Well, plus, I mean, the really the best trade offer for Houston is Miami because if Backs. they could get a young quarterback back for Deshaun. So that's really the best spot. Facts. And I think Atua, I mean – the fact that he has people in that locker room just doubting him already, they need to get him out of there. And, I mean, Fitzmagic is fine playing the the closer role. Yeah, he so. got no problem. He knows his role. He's not going to do yeah. too much. But you know who doesn't know they role? Josh Gordon, because he keeps smoking weed. Oh, that's what it was. They were saying, well, I know we were talking about uh, the Ravens. They were saying Julio might go to the Ravens. Julio, oh. I and I also saw a report that said Juju may be going to the Raiders. Hell no. Nah. I mean, you wouldn't want that on your team, no. dog. That would I, be so no. horrible. The Tyrell Williams signing sucked just because he hasn't stayed healthy. But if he stayed healthy, we'd he be nice. fine on the receiving core. Like, I mean, he may be recovered this year, but mm-hmm. I just don't think he's going to stay healthy the rest of his career because of his track record. So this class is so deep, they could find a, another receiver or you know, try to it, trade for Julio. But the, yeah, the Juju thing, Juju just seems like he's kind of being more of a distraction with TikTok and all that. I mean, just want to let you guys know, you could see us or hear us next week on the Extra Yard podcast with Augustina on Spotify. So we'll be posting that on the on the Instagram for both the podcast and our personal pages. That's Virtus and I. She was uh, gracious enough to invite us on this week. So we are recording on Wednesday. So you'll hear it next week. It's uh, about 40 minutes of NFL talk.
excited for that one so I can hear Virtus and her go back and forth about the Rams and the Seahawks. All right, and then now we're going to go ahead and give our predictions for this weekend's NFL games. Who do we got? Big weekend, that's for sure. Conference championship. Yeah, oh, I thought you had said something. Yeah, big weekend. Who's going to win, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? I'm just going to throw this out there. I want the Packers to win. Only because I have an Aaron Rodgers rookie card, and I'm planning on getting a grind graded, and it just Whoa. and it just sold for three hundred and fifty dollars on eBay just the other day. So I'm hoping it's a ten. So let's go, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm yeah. A- the Bucks beat. Somebody brought up a point. The Bucks beat an XFL backup quarterback the first week they played in the playoffs, and then they beat a Saints team where Drew Brees played his worst game ever as a saint in the playoffs so i'm going with the Packers. Yeah, drew Brees is trash anyways but i think we're all riding packers <laughs> tom brady he i mean jair alexander you know he's got darn i don't know darnell savage actually a good zadarius smith kenny clark you know they got a good pass rush up front on defense and tristan Wirfs is nice but i don't know if he's gonna be able to hold his own man that's packers you know, is one in the super bowl well, smith Oh yeah! Oh no! Not versus the Bills. That's Mafia. right. You said between the Rams and Packers, whoever won that yeah. game would win. Oh yeah! So. Packers is gonna win it all. I'm telling you, we need to be writing down V's psychic predictions because they be coming true. And I'm telling you right now. Hey, the good thing is they recorded, so we can go back. Oh, to you know them. what? We gonna have a new segment on this show. It's gonna be called V's Crystal Ball, where you got to give us three <laughs> predictions. The Bills is going upset the Chiefs. The reason why I say Ooh. that is because, especially if, if Patrick Mahomes does not play, Chad Henney is not going to. Anything's not possible? No way. Fuck no. That Hell, against that Bills nine defense. No, nine to four game. You love Henny. Nine to four game. Come on now. Nah, man. And the thing is that if Patrick Mahomes does play, that Bills defense, I mean, man. Tr- if he takes one hit. In the wrong spot on that head, bro. He's done. And they got some beasts up front on their pass rush. And they secondary is probably one of the top secondaries in the league. They're going to buy us a little bit of time. Shout out Tyron, Tyron Johnson, Jones. man. People. Shout out Tyron Yes, Jones. sir. Shout out Tyron One Jones. of the elite First gunners he was still on the- in the NFL. He is going yep. to. I, I predict. Okay, this is a prediction right here. I predict Ooh. he is going to. He's going to force. A fumble. This upcoming game against the Chiefs, and a, on a punt. I want By jokes. the way, yeah. can we mention that? Has anyone ever gone from a running back to a DB in the NFL? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm sure there's been some. Probably, probably have been. Do they run? They might run that wildcat with him. He might go back on offense if they need to. But I'm calling it. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna have. He's gonna have a real good play on special teams this upcoming week. I oh, call he's it. gonna show out. He's gonna do something. But I'm telling you, if Mahomes don't play, Chiefs is out. What if Mahomes does play? If Mahomes does play, if he gets, if the if the D line gets to him, it's a wrap because. Concussions just ain't something that you could just have a concussion one week and then yeah, you turn right no, back and you you you're, you back acclimated. You seen that on last week. 
Isaiah Wright. Seen that on last chance you. I seen it with Steve Young. Yeah, Steve that, Young. That, that, that shit is just something Job that you don't best. play with. Job is, oh, Job Job is best, sure. yeah. Concussion yeah, in his sure. career. Job is best. Mm-hmm. Shit, Wait, he was so, nice coming out of Cal. Yep. But yeah, but I feel yeah, like I the Bills got a real – I feel like they have a good chance if Mahomes is playing, but they have an even better chance if Chad Haney is playing. But I feel like – I feel like it's right now, mm, I say 60-40 Bills. B- the Bills have a 60% chance of winning this game. I'm going Buffalo. I'm, I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Bills Buffalo. Mafia, man. I'm going Buffalo, but I'm calling two predictions. Yeah, they raise 200000 for Mahomes' charity after for the game. Lamar Jackson's. Was it Mahomes? Yeah. Well, oh. yeah, but I'm saying after this game, they're going to do it for Mahomes, oh. too. Nah, the X factor of this game, bro, is going to be Tyron Matthew. There's no other safety in the league like Tyron Matthew. And Josh Allen, you know, it's, you know, they're going to be playing, he's going to be playing under Stefan Diggs. So he's going to have to rely on his other receivers. Um, yep. So I'm saying if Tyron Matthew gets his two turnovers or he gets his one turnover, I think that's going to be a big shift in momentum because he's always looking for the house when he gets the ball in his hands. If he gets a turnover, it's going to be late in the game, I feel like. If he gets a turnover late and, in the game, the game is over. Chiefs and you know what? I think his his turnover is going to be a forced fumble on a sack because he can come screaming off the, up the yeah. middle. Yeah, I, I see the Bills winning this game, bro. The Bills going yeah, to pull it out. I agree. And as to Zach's request, we're going to do a special <laughs> pick. Uh, we are going to do the versus, and who is it between Keisha Cole and Alicia Keys? Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Ashanti. Yep. I just got a question: Is she going to be on time? <laughs> She's always on time, bro. Nah, because nah, man, I got a story about that. It's a story for another podcast about that. <laughs> so, who do you got, V? Who you got? He's the expert in this. Why, whoa, why you be expert, Zach? Why got be expert? Because I'm African American. Yeah. Wow, Zach. No. Wow, Zach. Where's Doctor Umar Johnson when we need him? Oh no. What is he? Nah, honestly, I don't even know. I'm... <laughs> the only verses that I actually watched, it was only two. It was E40 and Too Short, and then Jeezy and Gucci. The last two. Those are the yeah, only the last ones. Two, bro. Those are the only ones that I that I watched. I'm honestly probably not, not even going to watch this. I don't even know what time it is. What time is? What time does it start? Six. Yeah, on, on what day? Um, what day? Thursday. Oh yeah, I'll be at work. So yeah, so I probably won't watch that. Yeah. But to all the listeners, I'm voting for whoever you want to win. <laughs> I think Ashanti. Man, Josie, I, are you, you going to wear your shirt? Are you going to wear your shirt that say "Baby Girl" on it? Oh my god! This <laughs> dude's stupid. <laughs> that we're gonna have on his jeans with the no pockets in the back. His baby oh, girl too. With, with with the stitch down the middle of the pants. <laughs> I can't, man. Oh man. Who are you voting for, Z? Yeah, I said Ashanti. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I'm going to just go Keisha Cole just because she's from the Bay. You know where Cam's going to go? Pride the Falcons. Nope. Back home. Where? Nope. New Orleans Saints. Fuck no. Hmm. I mean, yep. that'll, be, that'll be a good one. Yep, watch it. Watch. Then Sean Payton can just rotate the QBs in and out because they can all run the no, same packages. No, yeah, no all three, all three quarterbacks. Yeah. No, it ain't no rotation. He doesn't have to worry about changing his offense. Anyway, no rotation, so you know right? who the you know who Deshaun Watson won't to be throwing to? Who? You know who he won't be throwing to is Josh Gordon, because he's gone forever. Ever, <laughs> ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Yeah, he's man, gone. I don't know what's wrong with that dude. He just thought, uh, he can't stay clean. I thought when they got rid of Crap. players getting drug tested for week, I thought he was gonna he was gonna prosper. But shit, I guess not. Yeah, bro. I mean, like they made it legal. I mean, I know it's a hard thing. Like they still piss test you all the time, but you know, I mean, come on now. I think he only has four seasons where he's played. Double-digit games. Full, yeah. No, I can't even say a full. The only time he played a full season, like an entire full season, was his rookie year. I think that was like 2000 and... No, nah, he was suspended. Nah, he was playing. That's when, he, that's when he got suspended and he came back and had those uh, three 200-yard games. That's right. I think he had the weed throw into him, actually. <laughs> His last, his hey. his his only season where he played sixteen games was twenty twelve. Oh shit! Twenty thirteen, he played That's fourteen crazy. games. Twenty eighteen, twelve games. Twenty nineteen, eleven crazy. games. The other two seasons was twenty fourteen and twenty seventeen, where he, where he only played five games each, and then twenty twenty, he didn't play no 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 games. So yeah, so out of his six years. Out of his six or uh, seven seasons, he only played four that were double digit um, games where he played. You know who else was like a flash in the plan or flash in the pan type of player that we only saw got to see, I think, one season of? Who? Cool. Oklahoma State, Justin Blackman for the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. That's true. Because he was nice when he did play, but. Yeah, he yeah. fell off. Big time. Yeah, but they kept him on contract till like 2015 or some shit like that. That's right. Just for the hope he would come back. Never did. Never did. So, you know, since we're talking about wide receivers, I'm going to throw out these three wide receivers that were rookies. and I, Or actually, these four wide receivers. I want you to tell me which one you got number one, two, three, and four. Ruggs, Judy, CD, and Justin Jefferson. Who would you want one through four on your team? Zach, you already got one, and he's going to be number four on your list. Mm, I don't know about that one, man. I'm going to go first. I, I'm going to go. I'm gonna put him... All right. I'll do Justin Jefferson first, CD second, then Judy, then Ruggs, because Ruggs played like trash. That boy only did two. He only had two games where he did good on my fantasy team. <laughs> and I thought he was going to be a sleeper pick, and he was slept on for a reason because that motherfucker couldn't catch the damn ball. So, yeah, he's he's four for sure. He's for sure four. Wasn't he supposed to be the next Tyreek, and he can't do shit? Bro, he's faster than Tyreek. He's fast, but shit. 
the, he the had a couple injuries take. and they didn't throw to him most of the game. And then another thing too is his quarterback. His quarterback be playing like a pansy. He's too afraid to throw deep. Come on, yeah, these quarterbacks he trash. He throws deep to eighty three. That's it. If it ain't eighty three, he ain't throwing deep. That's a fact. I can't. He I gotta stud- save that he- for another episode. Yeah, Derek Carr was <laughs> yeah. studying the Bible more than he was studying defenses. That's Come for on, sure. Y'all tripping? <laughs> He's like, I gotta go perform at Livermore on Sunday, man. I can't make the I can't make the pre or I can't make the church and the game. It gotta be yeah. one or the other. You're crazy. That's when he goes on and has one of those 21 for 47, 383 yards, one touchdown, three picks, stacked 19 times type of games. You're tripping, bro. Zach, who do you got? I mean, Jefferson's one for sure. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go Rugs because he got – you'll see. What? Just give him next year, year no. after. You'll no, see. No, no, no. It ain't no give no next year. We're talking – he said base off day, rookie yeah. year. So that's yeah. I'm still year. going. I'm going Jefferson, Ruggs, wow, Judy, and CD. Hey, we need the drug test. We need the drug test. We need drug test. If Judy had a better quarterback, he would have had a better, way better rookie year. You then, how are you going to put Ruggs before him? Because yeah. I still think I still like Ruggs better than Judy. This boy got too much faith. Yeah, he needs to get drug tested. And then you're going to say sure, CD is better than CD. CD had damn near three different quarterbacks. And he did. Yeah, uh, pull up the stats, easy, Zach. Pull up the stats. Week. Pull up the stats. I'm man. good. I got, I got my rankings. <laughs> he said, I'm I good. got it. Hold on. Because he know that he going to crack. Hold on. All I need Henry is Ruggs. Ruggs anyways. Henry Ruggs had. Hey, V, I'm going to give you a range. Zero to 50. How many catches did Henry Ruggs have, Henry Ruggs have this past season? About 36. Nah. Zach. Uh, he probably had 15. He had 26. <laughs> this boy was averaging one catch a game. Hey, bro, he wasn't getting many our, targets, bro. Shout out to one of our sponsors, Cookies, because that's what this boy Zach been over here smoking on. If he <laughs> think that Henry Ruggs <laughs> is the number two out of those four. Oh, my goodness. That boy smoking some good stuff. Forgot to bring in Ayuk, but he would off top be number two behind Jefferson. But I'd go Jefferson. He's gonna be nice. Yeah, if they see, can get a quarterback. Yeah, they. I don't, man. We we're not gonna talk about that this week. I, I had a good, I had a good yoga class today. I don't need to bring that negative energy into my life today, Zach. <laughs> so um, we are gonna go Justin Jefferson. I'm gonna go Judy just because he was beating motherfuckers off the line. CD and then Ruggs. Ruggs is below everybody, below all the white Patriot receivers that went undrafted. I want him below all of them. Uh, y'all tripping. <laughs> okay, nah, who do man. y'all have at who do y'all have at the as a defensive rookie of the year? Ooh. Hey, Ooh. Antoine Winfield, probably. Yeah, or that's Chase Young. I'm gonna go. Nah, I'm gonna it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna be between those two, but I'm gonna go Antoine Whitfield Jr. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that route. He's gonna be a dog for years, though. Yep. He's gonna be beast. Just like his dad. His dad had a long career. Yep. All right, we're gonna go underrated, overrated. Are we ready? Are we <laughs> yes, ready? Let's All do right. it. V, you're up first. 
Teddy Bridgewater, overrated or underrated? Underrated. I feel like he was underrated when he was on a starter. Yep. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right, Zach, you ready? Mm-hmm. Micah Hyde. Overrated. Oh. <laughs> that boy was too hyped up and hasn't really – he had a couple good years, but I don't know. He's not that nice. He's super nice in the slot at Madden. I'll tell you that. That boy would be picking off all the underneath routes. <laughs> I'll give you that. All right, V, we're going to transition to basketball now. Are you right. ready? Yeah. Brandon Ingram. Mm. He signed a max deal. I'm going to say – Nah, I'm going to say... That's a tough one. I don't feel like he overrated, but I don't feel like he underrated. If I had to choose between one of the two, I'll say say underrated. Okay. If I had to choose between the two, I'll say underrated. If he could just stay off the weed, you know, then maybe we'd be seeing some progress. Man, shit, you don't have to, man. Yeah, for real. All right, Zach. Last one. And it was somebody that was part of the James Harden trade, Victor Oladipo. I think he's underrated. People don't give him enough credit. And I mean, for for him to come back from that nasty thigh injury and still perform at an elite level, I think he's a little underrated. Didn't the thigh? Hopefully, come- with Houston, you'll see him skyrocket. I, but- I think him, John Wall, PJ T- and Boogie, Boogie and Christian yeah. Wood. That's a nice lineup. Yep. And I mean, didn't his, is solid. didn't his thigh completely come off the bone? Basically, yeah. Jesus, ripped Christ. off the bone, and he rehabbed all the way and came back and to average, you know, twenty a game in the bubble or whatever. So yeah, he's he's underrated. So how? What are our opinions of the Harden trade? What do we think about it? I mean, we saw two games in already. I mean, Nets are looking nice, and Kyrie's not even back. Yeah, but just like every other. Nash D'Antoni team, they're not going to win a title. They don't speak the defense. Speaking of the Nets, who told y'all that James Harden was going there? (laughs) Gosh, damn it. Vertis was right. Our resident psychic. Hey, you know what? We need to keep your predictions written down. He's the swami. He's the swami, man. And I told the salami. And I told you they was going (laughs) to win. I told you they was going to win. They was going to go to the finals and they're going to win it. And right no. now, it's looking like they for sure coming out of the East because that boy Giannis only scored two points the whole fourth quarter. They did put a hurt on Milwaukee. Yes. But I think Indiana was a big winner too because Karis LeVert, hopefully the, the tests and everything come back okay, but he's basically a younger Oladipo with just as much of a fire to get better. And then mm-hmm. Cleveland too because they got Drummond going into free agency. So even if he leaves – they got their center down. They also got like Kevin Porter years. going into. They also got Kevin Porter going into free agency too. Wait, yeah, that, I mean that's a dude that they, that that's a dude that got thing. mad, right? Yep. Yeah. So that whole thing, Robert Ory brought up a good point on the jump today, and Fizdale kind of echoed it. You need to have a former player or two in the front office of each basketball team that these players can go to. For things like this, because they don't want to vent to the coaches or the GMs because they know it'll come back to hurt them on the floor and whatnot. Uh-huh. But they need that that veteran that played for the same organization, you know, for eight, ten years 
that they can go to and bounce ideas off of and just air their frustrations out. So I think the league, yeah, I think teams need to not even that are playing, just they're retired. You know, they've, they've done their time in the league and they have the experience that the teams can put them on kind of in like a player development or player engagement role and just let these players not, you know, almost like a counselor, but not with the stigma of a counselor or psychiatrist and all that, but it's a former player that these guys feel comfortable with. Maybe put two on the staff and, you know, divvy them up. Like Fizdale said, when he was on the Knicks, when he was coaching them, he had all the former Nick guys. He connected with them and kind of had them mentor the younger players there. So yeah, I think it's it's a need for sure because especially with mental health these days and these players, you know, all their off-the-court stuff affecting them as well. So that's that's what they should oh, do. Oh, shit. He's a small forward? Oh, yeah. yeah. He welcome to Sacramento. We for sure can move on from Harrison Barnes. That's for sure. <laughs> So wait, Harrison Zach, how did the trade is wrong, bro? He nice, but the thing is, bro, is this like you don't pay $28 million for 14 points and six assists <laughs> on a plus eight. He a veteran leader, man. Yeah, I'll give him that. He 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 cool, he cool, he cool. I mean, but I mean, there's no reason why. I mean, they should fucking pay anybody money on that team besides De'Aaron Fox or Sean Holmes when they when they're letting 118.2 points per game when the highest scoring offense is 118. Sean got to hit the weight room, man. From that Zion, Zion, he got that, sent to the East Coast, bro. He sent his motherfucker to the Folsom Outlets. <laughs> he said, "Go get your ass in line at Nike for me, real quick." Uh, uh, oh man, but that just shows that was... Zion's just Zion's the next Charles Barkley, bro. He's just yep. He's just stupid nice, but he just got to make sure that not every dunk is a fucking kapow because that's just going to blow out his legs. True. I don't know, man. That boy's just a freak athlete. He ain't got oh, no, he ain't got no Walmart switch. Canada just Walmart Canada just dropped PS5s. Hopefully, uh, what? US is coming in the next few minutes, maybe. What? You guys might hear a live PS5 cop on the podcast. Oh, man. If you do, man. <laughs> Zach said if he gets a PS5, he's going to buy another one to give away. If this, no, if man, this, I would flip that. You're if tripping. this, if this podcast gets a hundred streams, all these dudes paying fifteen hundred for it, I'm flipping that thing. Come on, bro, you got to do it for the kids. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, man. I mean, so NCAA football or football basketball is going on. Didn't know that. <sighs> What the hell is going on on that side of the world, Zach? Yeah, so interesting situation with college hoops this year. They're going COVID testing, all that. A lot of conferences postponed a lot of their early conference play, and a lot of them just did only conference as well. Uh, Duke women's basketball and I think Virginia women's basketball both opted out of the season because of COVID. And Coach K said he wasn't doing any non-conference um for a while because of covid so it's an interesting season for college hoops but there's a lot of up and coming teams and gonzaga just seems like they can't be touched this year they just st mary's held them to one of their season low 73 points on saturday lost by 14 so a respectable effort from my gales but gonzaga has been averaging about 95 points a game 
And, I mean, they put the hurt on Virginia, Kansas. They beat a lot of top teams. They were supposed to play Baylor in what would have been, like, the game of the year about two months ago, but uh, both teams had a COVID issue, so they postponed and ended up canceling the game. So a lot of people in the in the industry are like, man, we need that game rescheduled at some point so that they could see, you know, Baylor's number two, and they're running through their conference as well. Gonzaga beat Iowa pretty handedly, and Iowa's been solid. So just uh, who knows if anyone can really take down Gonzaga as much as I hate to say it. So WCC's coming up, though. USF's pretty good. Shout out to um, the guys over what's, there. What's WCC? Is that the wrestling? <laughs> That's the West Coast Conference, man. We better oh, than the bad. Pac-12. We are better than the Pac-12. Uh, USF's nice. Damon Stoudemire's got Pacific rolling, so – it's WCC is a good league. BYU and Mark Pope are on the right track. So we'll see come tournament time. And then I saw the other day that they are holding March Madness in Indianapolis. So it's a bubble where you stay there until you lose. So I don't know what your thoughts are on, you know, 64 college teams in the same area hanging out until they lose. But we'll see if they can run it as successfully as the TBT over summer. I just only, don't know how. That's the only a lot. Thing with sixty-four teams, bro. That's a not saying every team's got egos, but there's going to be some teams that got egos. And it's, I mean, I don't know how strict they may get. So strict that these players can't leave the hotel, like the NBA's doing on the road games, where they have to stay in the hotel, you know, until practice in the game. So I don't know. We'll see how they handle March Madness in the bubble, but clearly. They wanted to keep March Madness going because they want the profits. So, all I'm gonna yeah, say I mean, is, they gonna have the to, NCAA. They're gonna have to keep some real, real, uh, real, real heavy watch on these these college these college kids, man. Because at the end of the day, what, what you trying to say? Sixty-four teams. Do you realize yeah. how many? Groupies is about to be there. You realize how you realize how how this, Tinder is gonna be at an all time high while they in this bubble in Indianapolis. It only takes one chick to tag that location. Exactly. It's gonna be what's the and girl name? Rap. What's the Selena name? Powell? Selena. She she about to come and she about to clean house. She about to she clean house. Clean. She gonna be like she about to be like the girl that got snuck that tried to get snuck into the. Uh, what was it, the Seahawks? Bro, Duke, they put Duke, a, a hat yeah. sweater on her. <laughs> that boy had her in some Seahawks gear like she was a player. He's like, hey, yo, baby, just put this on. They ask her name is Eddie. It's a sequestered bubble at a handful of sites around Indianapolis. So it'll probably be by fourths on the bracket. So they'll have 16 teams in one spot, 16, like, and then just as these teams get eliminated, they'll you know, create the bubble and end up in Indianapolis for the final four. So we'll see how it goes. I just, I don't know if they're going to be able to contain, but by then we may not have as big of a spike as we have now. So who knows? Oh man, these motherfuckers ain't wearing masks and shit, but that's too political. I'm not going to get into that. Um, I just want to throw this out there before the end of the podcast. I want to just put this in your guys' minds. The question of the week is going to be, what is going to be the first thing you do when everything goes back to normal? I'm just going to throw that out there. But we do have one more topic to talk about. And 
Zach's beloved sport of golf. <laughs> and it's about yeah, somebody so, being a homophobe. No, not I wouldn't <laughs> go to that extent. But, you know. Uh, he said he hates the alphabets. He said the ABCs. <laughs> at these PGA events, you know, creates a bit of a hot mic. It's a hot mic without the crowd noise and everyone at the hustle and bustle of a PGA tournament. So back in Hawaii, uh, Justin Thomas missed a short putt and uttered a little slur um, that the camera caught. And what do you say? It, you yeah, know, say? I, we keep, I'm not going to say it on here, but y'all can look up the clip if you want. Um, but then what happened was Ralph Lauren, who's his apparel sponsor, ended up dropping him after he issued an apology. And Justin Thomas is one of the most likable guys on the tour. He's great, great person. He's about the right stuff, loves the fans, and, you know, just made a mistake with a hot mic, as a lot of these pro athletes do. I mean, we hear Melo all the time dropping F-bombs when he's getting rebounds. Nah, um, he said a different F-bomb. But, uh, but, yeah, so he issued an apology and was ready to make up on it, and then Ralph Lauren ended up dropping him. And some they caught some kickback on their end because some people were like, you know, they could have stuck, stood by him and helped him grow from this and kind of re- repair what image may have been shattered. Um, but like Nike didn't drop Tiger after his whole drama that he had a few years back. And, you know, there's a couple other companies that have stuck by athletes. So I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on a, a big apparel company just dropping their athlete right away instead of maybe deciding to figure out a plan to to keep going forward he didn't have any other sponsors that dropped him at all and it's big because with pga guys they have to have their you know they got to wear their outfits based on their sponsors so we don't know what justin thomas is going to wear this week during the the tournament or during his next tournament because he doesn't technically have a set sponsor so Oh, he gonna be the first motherfucker to win the Masters in the Tech Fleece. Everybody's gonna be at some CSG. <laughs> some CSG. Buy one, get one fifty percent Hey, but the difference between him and Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods is the GOAT, bro. It's, it's, he get a lot True. more leeway. And then Tiger Woods also didn't he didn't yell something out. He just got caught with a he just had a little side piece. No, he got, he got caught hooker. fucking hookers, bro. Hey. Hey, you call the hookers. Some people call side pieces. It tomato, tomato. Hey, I mean he he was somewhere where he shouldn't have been. Whereas this dude just yelled some shit out on, and everybody could clearly hear what he yelled. So it's like now they have to reprimand him. Like you can't you can't just act like you didn't hear it because there's no sound, so it's easy to hear it. Yeah. Well, you know, circling back, Zach, you know, to the question of like, you know, companies dropping people. Uh, I think we have to hold these companies to the same standards. Like, you know, oh, say, who's he sponsored yeah. by? By Nike? Uh, Justin Thomas was Ralph Lauren. So that's his apparel sponsor, but he's got like Foot Joy, which is the main golf uh, shoe in the industry. It's the number one shoe. That's his shoe sponsor, and then he's got like a watch sponsor and a couple others, um, corporate wise. So, let's say Tiger, right? Tiger's Nike, Tiger Nike, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's like, oh, we're gonna drop Tiger because I mean, motherfuckers make mistakes. 
I'm sure he. Right. I'm sure he has nothing against the LGBTQ community. Oh, no. But I mean, you know, it's just like you know, you're it's second nature. You just utter whatever. Like everyone does it. You're playing video games. You're doing whatever sport or anything. That boy, he was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two right there. That's what happened. He was having <laughs> flashbacks to the airplane on Veteran. But I mean. <laughs> The thing is, is that you got to hold these companies to the same standards. Like, let's say hypothetically it was Nike, and I was like, oh, shit, we're going to drop him. He's a homophobe. Well, fucking Nike's got child slaves in fucking China working for 15 cents an hour, and we don't blink an eye at that. And he issued, he issued an apology right away, like that night. And, it, and it, granted, if, let's say there was no COVID, nobody would have heard it, you know, on TV or anything, because... There's a bunch of other noise going on, and you got a full TV broadcast, full patrons, like all that. What do you think, Zach? Do you think he should be dropped? I mean, you're the golf expert. People brought up, yeah, I mean, I saw both sides of the argument, and people brought up some good points, but I just, with him issuing an apology right away after the event and the type of person he is, and it, you're right, he wasn't looking at somebody saying it, it just came out. So I feel like they might have been able to come up with some sort of like marketing plan or anything where they're going to help him along the way. Like, especially because no other sponsor dropped him. Like no other, none of his other sponsors came out and said anything about it. And Ralph Lauren was just so quick to, to drop it. Like they didn't want it. Like it was almost like, whoa, why don't they want, to stick around like did something happen with them in the past or you know i don't want to get into anything i haven't done a lot of research on them as a company but it, it's just interesting to me that you wouldn't want to just kind of talk to your athlete first and figure out the reasoning behind everything and then come out with a statement you know like the whole kobe thing with his trial like he had sprite and everyone else that dropped him but that was after you know a month or two of doing their own investigation and whatnot so just being that quick it's almost almost like a rash judgment not to mention i mean cancel culture it it really pushed this uh this i would say it was a fearful agenda that these companies had to or else they just faced this so much negative backlash right whereas if they had taken probably part of the reason yeah, whereas if they had taken a proper route and said, like, hey, you know what, we got to work with this person. We can't just throw them in the dirt. Like, why yeah. Why? Why is this word in your vocabulary in the first place? Like, let's figure this out. Holla at some people and let's get past this. Boom, bottom and, I mean, Nike didn't drop Mike Vick either. They stuck by him and, you know, he re-released his shoes a few years ago. He repaired his image and is working with PETA and all that. Like, you got to give these people a chance just like us i mean if we were to get in trouble for something like that you know in our lives like we'd have a chance to make up for it and show shit. that you know we learned or we don't worry don't worry v, i got you a just, good lawyer better call sal better call so that's just interesting that they were so quick to drop him it came out like literally the day after and like I get it, if if he had been silent and hadn't issued anything about the statement and just kind of let the public can come up with their own opinions, it would have been different. But Thomas, you know, right after he found out that it the mic caught it and everything, I mean, right after his round, he was 
he issued a statement like, I'm sorry, this isn't me. Like I, I had no intention of offending anyone like all that. So just interesting. Yeah. And I mean, if you think that's bad, bro, Kevin, if you think Justin Thomas should be canceled for something, he said, Kevin Garnett told Charlie Villanueva he looked like a right. Yeah, Kevin Garnett says to Charlie Villanueva that was not very nice. I'm not going to repeat. But he, man, Kevin Garnett should be canceled. He told Mello that his wife tasted like Honey Nut Cheerios. Man, if Canton Culture yeah. was back then, he would have been out of Boston. That's for sure. You know, social media wasn't that big back then either with KG. So I think it kind of helped him avoid a lot of the heat. Definitely. Because uh, he would have been on the backlash or something. Because MySpace wasn't that fast at loading stuff. You had right. to do the whole HTML coding to get some yeah. like, no page. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. All right. So we're going to move into our final segment, which was the question of the week. What is the first thing you guys are going to do when everything goes back to normal? I v? think V and I might have the same answer. Go to Vegas. Nah. nah. First thing I'm gonna do is throw the motherfucking mask in the damn trash can. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. Nah, yeah. but honestly, first thing I'm gonna do is for sure go on a trip, man. I feel like this COVID shit has kept me from going a lot of places. And I need to get I need to get on a plane and go somewhere and get away. Wasn't you supposed to go to uh, Nigeria this year? I was supposed to go to Nigeria. I was supposed to go to DR. I was supposed to go to Korea. Korea? Mm-hmm. Damn. And trying to qualify for the Olympics. And I was supposed to go to Florida. Oh, yeah. You was going to catch COVID regardless if you went to Florida. Yeah. So, yeah. So, because of this COVID shit... It's, yeah. Once it's over, though, I'm I'm out. I hear you, man. I hear you on that one. Might have to catch a catch a spare ticket on that to Korea trip, man. <laughs> All right, Zach, what you got, man? Uh, I'm going to the DR, calling kids alive, and going straight to the DR on the the soonest trip we got for that week. So. since everything will be back to normal and we'll be able to go this year, they're doing all virtual trips and Virtus are supposed to go the week the tree went into shutdown. So it's, you know, being able to see the kids again would be great in person. So that's the, that's the first spot I'm going. And then to Costa Rica to celebrate with my mom for her getting through her cancer and everything. So those are the two trips. I also, had another trip planned in February to go to Bandon Dunes and play all five courses up there, which if you guys don't know, they're like the premier Lynx golf courses in America. Like they're one of the oldest. Um, well, they just built the fifth course, but the the location is one of the oldest golf courses in America. And it's a prime destination for everybody to go on golf trips. They've got a putting green that's like a hundred acres or something called the punch bowl. So it's huge. Um, or a hundred thousand square feet, I think is what it is. And I was supposed to go with my coworkers and there would have been 16 of us, but a few of them dropped out a couple of weeks ago. And then just with COVID and everything, I had to cancel that too. So for golf, that's the first trip I'm taking once everything's back to normal. Damn, bro. I don't know if it's the weed, but you just gave me a virtual tour of that golf course. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. 
I'll give you a. You can use PGA Tour 2K21, and you can go play. I it. thought you said he's gonna give you, you know, a blank. I was supposed to say what? I'll give you. I'll give you the gift. Nah, I hear you, man. You know, that's right. That actually sounds pretty dope, especially going back to see the kids, and then you know, hitting that golf course. Of course, you know. Yeah, you know, my first thing is uh, I was actually debating. I'm thinking about just taking three months and just traveling. That's amazing. With this shutdown, I mean, I've been lucky enough to just save money because I'm not going out or doing nothing or spending. But the most money yeah. I spend money is at the grocery store. So I'm just like <laughs> debating. Like, I really want to go see the Northern Lights, and then I want to go to the Blue Lagoon in Greenland. Then I want to go see the Southern Lights in New Zealand. And then I wanted to go to Costa Rica for a little bit. And then I wanted to go to Puerto Rico and just travel and just, you know, be able to just not live in the stressful ass Bay Area for a little bit and just reset the whole mind and just, you know, yep. get into oneself. Just go out there, explore and just have fun. And just put the phone on silent and just, you know, just live life. Go see. I got shit. a friend of mine that played soccer on the women's team at St. Mary's and. Uh, she's been to the DR a couple of times, but she's going, she's got a couple of her friends and they're in a little station wagon van Volkswagen and they're down in Baja. Like they went down to SoCal and just they're skating at a bunch of just skate parks and that's dope. That, like on the coast of Baja and in Mexico, like just living out of the van with the dogs and everything. So that's, that's hella a, dope. Yeah. I, I give her a lot of credit for just doing it, picking it up and just going and experiencing life. So. Yeah. yeah, especially down there, bro. Like, I, I don't know if I told you, but man, that's that's my dream area to buy a house is that San Diego area. Yeah, just you know, it's constantly beautiful weather. It's fucking great food. It's you know, it's just everything's wonderful. Everything's just slower paced down there. Gabe got you know, all the street tacos and burritos he could ask for down there, bro. The fact that I could go anywhere and get bomb food. It's a, it's just and almost one of the most beautiful college campuses in the country. That's right on the coast in San Diego. Like their campus is on the cliff. That's so, so you just oh yeah. My old roommate coaches basketball there, so I get jealous of him a lot. <laughs> That's so dope. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. You can catch me and Zach on Augustina's podcast, The Extra Yard, next week. Um, yeah, so be prepared to get a lot more content as far as sports and other stuff going on in the world. And uh, be on the lookout for Deshaun Watson going to the Falcons. Also, send us your, if you guys want to hear us debate your questions or your overrated, underrated, anything you got you want us to talk about, DM the Instagram, DM one of us, reach out to us, we'll gladly give you some credit and debate your hot topics as well. We're always open to any discussions. And if you want to jump on here and tell us to shut the fuck up and prove some points wrong, feel free. We know Don's coming next episode. Oh, he coming in we hot. Got, we got Don? Got some stuff. Oh, yeah. Don got some bullshit. And then if you if you also <laughs> want to if you also want to take a vote, we're taking a vote on to who's the the most favorite and least favorite. Um we already understand everybody's probably going to vote Zach as the least favorite. Um, so it's really oh, just man. a competition between me and Gabe. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> if you want, you, you feel free to uh, DM us and let us know who you think or who's your favorite. Um, but yeah.
See you got our... Zach, you got my vote, bro. <laughs> hey, Peace thanks, out, y'all. Bro. Yeah, Z, I'm, mar- I'm, I'm marking you number three. You just jealous all the drip I got, bro.